it's all for. It's all about this. You play for this. No matter what level you're at, you play for championship. Wake up, wake up, wake up. What up, what up, what up? Coach JB here for the Wake Up Show right here. The Wake Up Call on the Coach JB Show right here on YouTube Live every morning, 6 a.m. Pacific right here. Make sure you hitting the pound button, like, subscribe, become a member today. This show is brought to you by betonline.ag. Use betonline.ag promo code BELIEVE50, B-L-E-A-V-5-0. And get you 50% off welcome bonus. We're here in the morning. Our main man, Nick Eaton, will join us here in a minute. Talk all things football. We're going to break down each team, each conference, and all the quarterbacks for our quarterback morning last chance cue segment that I like to call it. Uh, we're going to break that down, too, uh, this morning. So appreciate everybody joining in and uh, pounding the like button. Subscribe. Best $1.99 you can buy, man. Uh, guarantee. Only morning show that brings this much realness with the content that we have. So we're going to break all things down NFL. We try to stick to the NFL uh, in the mornings. More college stuff in the afternoon with Sarah. Um, me and Sarah is going to start a couple new segments as well in the afternoon. We got some great guests on this week. Maybe another big time surprise guest today uh, or maybe tomorrow. But we still got a few guests on. Matt McChesney will join us today at 1 o'clock. Um, and uh, see you on the Coach JB show later on today. So make sure you subscribe and join that as well. Uh, Gage Wilkinson, man, I don't know. You got to Google how to become a member, dog. I'm not sure. Um, we got 400 of them, though. 400 other motherfuckers figured it out. So I don't know how hard it is, really. Can't be that hard. If 400 motherfuckers figured it out, don't tell me you're the dumbest motherfucker on the planet, dog. Come on, man. Figure it out. Turn over rocks. Get it done. Uh, let's bring our main man, Nick Eaton, into the fold. What up, Nick? What up, man? How are we doing today? Man, we're good. We're good. Hanging out. Is it snowing there yet? No, nah, but it's getting cold, man. Woke up this morning, went and got some coffee. It's cold as shit outside. Ooh, and it's it never cold in Cali. That's why I live right fucking here. Dream, dream place to live, San Diego, for me. Uh, I, don't, I hate San yeah. Diego. <laughs> I know, man. I'm from L.A., man. We fucking hate San Diego. Hey, uh... My main man, Brian Case, I saw your little thing last night, dog. You did a little gender reveal. Let me ask you something about this gender reveal shit. How, who puts the pink or the blue in there? I, I want to know how that is. How do you not know what the fuck it is already? I'm curious on how this business works. I don't know how this gender reveal shit works. I despise the gender reveal. I think it's the fucking softest shit I've ever seen in my entire life. But I'm going to make sure, I'm going to break this down. Brian Case popped a balloon last night. That motherfucker went pink. And that motherfucker, Brian Case, did not look happy at all. I just oh, want to throw shit. that out there. 
I just want to throw that out there. I'm give you a big slap dick for that. You is slap dick pretty Why much. Why you call me slap dick? Because my dick slapped me across your face. <laughs> oh, okay. It was her mom that does. See, that's the thing. Like, somebody knows. So it really can't be a gender reveal. Somebody fucking knows already, right? I've always like, wondered that. Huh? Like, somebody somebody knows. Like, does the mom go to the doctor or something? That's like, what I'm trying to figure out. I'm trying to figure ooh. out this gender reveal shit. Like, man, Chris Deal, I appreciate you, brother. Chris Deal, man, this motherfucker's the oh, richest shit. motherfucker in here, man. He always shouts us out. Uh, I appreciate you, man. I don't know what you do. It looks like you may be slanging on the side. Much love to you, dog. Uh, appreciate you always dropping in some cheese for us. Um, you gotta become a, but you ain't even a member, are you, Chris? Yeah, Chris might be a member. I don't know. He might be an honorary fucking member. Shit, man. We're gonna break down all things NFL today, plus some quarterback last chance Q shit. Uh, if you don't watch me on Jason Whitlock every Monday, make sure you subscribe to Jason Whitlock's Fearless every Monday. I think he launches it at 4 p.m. Pacific. Um, and uh, I'm on there every Monday, so we talk about quarterback play and all that type of stuff. So. Um, appreciate everybody. Man, Chris Dill, Chris Dill's a member. Okay, he's a member. I see the green. I see the green. I see the green. Uh, much love to you, Chris. Appreciate you. Uh, so we got Thursday Night Football this week. Uh, I don't even know who plays yet. I haven't even looked into it. India, Denver, man. It's, uh, two teams struggling right now. It's two quarterbacks we got to keep an eye on. Indy and Denver. Ooh, we're going to yep. break that down later on. I got our NFC, oh, yeah. AFC grades. We're going to get into those grades. I'm going to ask Nick why he thinks the grades are what they are. I'm going to give him my grade and get his grade, and we're going to compare them, see what happens. Uh, NFC West was the best last year. They're all 2-2. Two and two. Uh, I pretty much think that's a C. Uh, but mm. we're going to get into that and, and get Nick's take. And then some grades have altered. Some grades have stayed the same. Some grades have gotten worse. I, I don't know. That's kind of what I feel. But uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, quote of the day, man. Get you guys started on this show. Um, put it on the damn ticker here. Uh, quote of the day. Go to sleep hungry so you wake up starving. That is just mm. real simple. Um, I go to bed hungry every night, man, so I can wake up fucking starving. I don't know how many of you guys do that shit, but that's how I operate. Wake up fucking starving. So go to week. Plus, if you don't eat at night, you'll lose some weight, you fat fucks. So fucking stop eating. <laughs> um, so we got a uh, lot to discuss, lots to dive into, man. Um, make sure you head on over to CoachJBStore.com. Get you some gear. Uh, my main man, Nick, went and bought a hoodie, man. I'm like, fuck, this, yep. this cheap ass didn't even get him a hoodie. I got to get him a couple things, man, so he can rock on the show. Got um, a sports show, man. This shit just started happening. It happened so fast, man. It's like, fuck. We got, we got all kind of merch. I got pins and shit. I got all kind of shit. Uh, CoachJBStore.com. Head on over there. Like I said, first 10 of you guys to buy shit, uh, I'll give you a bottle. But it has to be over 35 bucks, man, because shipping's 30 bucks alone. So head on over to CoachJBStore.com. Um... Let's dive into this. Uh, good, Jay. You don't need to sleep. Fucking sleep when you die, motherfucker. You don't need to fucking sleep right now. You, you fucking 25. Sleep when you die. You're weirdo anyway. You don't need to fucking sleep. So let's talk. We're gonna, I'm going to talk about some random teams. Tell me if they're a pretender or a contender. And then I'm going to ask you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about maybe the top 15 teams. But we're going to discuss all things NFL today. We're going to break down every game. But the Eagles, uh, 
Let's start there. The, the, the undefeated. Mm. Uh, after a slow start, they showed how good they really are, rallying out, beat the Jaguars. They they are clearly the top team in the league right now at 4-0. Jalen Hurts struggled, though. That's why I, mm. I, 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 that's why I'm not sold on him because he's just not the guy that is consistent enough. I haven't seen it. I'm impressed, uber impressed this year on what he's done. I think he's changed. I think he's con- uh, changed his mechanics. I've been saying it for weeks now. Uh, he's impressed me the most as far as the uh, the uh, attention to detail that he is committed to, to changing his platform, his mechanics, everything quarterback play. I'm impressed with what he's done. That still doesn't mean he's going to be fucking good. So this year so far, he's been all right. Um, but can he sustain it? The Eagles only go as far as he goes, um, in my opinion. That's the, that's it. Um, what what do you think about the Eagles? Contender, pretender, and uh, I don't know if you want to point out a few things they have going on, but I know obviously O-line is pretty damn good. D-line is pretty damn good. Mm. Uh, they're secondary suspect at times, but we'll see. Yeah, they got Slay in that secondary, so he's always a shutdown corner, but outside of that, they're pretty, they're pretty sparse in the DB. I think they're a contender, man. Jalen Hurts, if he keeps doing what he's doing, man, he's got above 65% completion percentage, sitting here at 66% like we talked yesterday. It seems like in order to be a successful team, their quarterback's got to be at least above 60%. The the elite guys are above 65% completion percentage. But uh, I think they're a contender, man. They got all the pieces on offense. If their defense can just hold off teams for a little bit, get the ball back in Hurts' hands. You know, he's got A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, um, got a good tight end. So I think they're a contender. Talking about A.J. Brown, man, he's probably been the most impressive trade, mm-hmm. I guess, or, or acquisition in the offseason so Crazy far to date. Uh, the Titans got rid of him. I have no idea why. I don't know, have any idea how, what was going through their mind to get rid of that guy. Um, the Titans also, I think the young they just didn't want to pay him. Yeah, yeah. The 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 yeah. Titans young wide receiver is fucking hurt. Uh yeah, trying trailing. to get back in. He's gonna be down, I think. So the Titans are struggling at wide receiver. The Eagles are thriving mm. with AJ and, and that system they got going over there with Sirianni. Uh Sirianni's gonna be on the Pat McAfee show today, I think. I saw that. <laughs> uh that'll be a good one. Yeah. I I mean, I don't know, man. There's I don't know if they're I don't know if they're a pretender or a contender yet. Uh, they got to be a contender. They're, they're number one in the power rankings right now. Granted, it's week after week four. Yeah. But, ah, but man, I know. I know. Jalen Hurts keeps doing what he's doing. I mean, the sky's the limit in my mind. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's move on to the AFC East. Uh, Buffalo Bills, 3-1 and one after a comeback victory against the Ravens on the road. Does that really speak volumes about this team, or are the Ravens just not very fucking good on defense because Miami torched them, uh, the Bills torched them late, they've given up big leads twice. That tells me Mm -hmm. something's going on there in Baltimore on defense because if you can't hold a lead and and buy in and and just put a fucking foot on someone's throat and end the contest, you aren't very fucking hungry and and you're probably not a team that I'm going to pick to win it all. Um, are the Bills pretenders or contenders? Contenders, man, for sure. I mean, I think the, the two teams you're talking about are two of the best, the two best teams in football right now. The whole line was banged up. They think they were down to their third string center. Um, but 
I mean, they've got all the pieces in place. I think Baltimore's defense, Baltimore's defense is ranked like last. And so they, you know, I don't know if that shows, you know, weaknesses on the offensive side, but, you know, they don't have a lot of pieces. You know, they've got an older Calais Campbell on the D line, right? They've got, you know, Marcus Peters and those guys in the backfield or in the DBs. I just think, yeah, fuck, man, that guy. He's a Bay Area dude, too. So I'm sure you fucking hate him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, you know, Baltimore's defense held them off. I think that I think they showed some weaknesses in the offense. I mean, you shut down Josh Allen, you shut down the Bills, you know. And so, um, you know, Isaiah McKenzie's hurt right now. He's been a decent slot receiver for Buffalo. Um, but in terms of just overall, man, I think I think they're going to be fine. I think the um, what's his name? Um uh, God damn it. McDermott. He'll get it figured out. He'll turn it around because that last place defense played really, really well against them and exposed them. So outside of that, they're contenders. I think the AFC East is good, but I don't think it's I don't think anyone can hold the candle to Buffalo. Yeah, no doubt. Um yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. I gotta ask I gotta ask uh uh Nick to pull that up. I I, I I'm got? gonna I'm gonna find it hard pressed to, to that the Ravens got the worst deed over the fucking Lions. Uh, but we got to see that. I, it might be. I have no idea. I don't think they've given up the points the Lions have given up, but they've, they're close as far as all the other stats. We'll find out for you. Uh, moving on to the Chiefs. We're going to break down the, the Ravens and how the offense is fucking hurting their defense in a minute. Going to the Tampa Bay Bucks here. I mean, I'm sorry. Going to the Chiefs. Kansas City Chiefs, 3-1. and one. They went to Tampa Bay and uh, beat up on the Bucks. Uh, got them back on track after loss to the Colts. They look like the Chiefs' offense of old um, <clears throat> in that game. <clears throat> Three and one. Are they pretenders or contenders? Who are we talking about? My bad. I was looking up defense. Are you good, Chiefs? Chiefs contender, man. I mean, uh, you know, Patrick Mahomes has kind of had to become more, you know, X's and O's, cerebral type guy without Tyreek stretching the field. But, I mean, dude, did you watch that running back, by the way? We didn't really talk about him yesterday. That Pacheco kid out of Rutgers. He was like a six-round pick. Nah, that kid I've heard, runs. I've heard he's good. He's a stud, man. I think he fills in. You know, he's they got him, Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Um, their offense is stacked, even though they're missing Tyreek Hill. Travis Kelsey's the best side in the league, hands down. Um, their defense is playing all right. They've got the uh, 18th-ranked defense. So, I mean, they can, you know, they can do some things. But I just think, you know, when you got Patrick Mahomes at quarterback, you got Travis Kelsey, you got a decent O line, you got two good tackles that can protect him. I think they're contenders, man. And the AFC West is kind of a joke right now. You know, you don't know what the Raiders are doing, you don't know what the Broncos are doing. You know, the Chargers are the Chargers. Like McChesney said, they charge her every single year. But I mean, they got Herbert, he's healthy. Um, I'm rambling, but the Chiefs are contenders. No doubt, no doubt. Uh, and they got. They got uh, my main man on D-line who just uh, is anchoring down, I think. the Chris Jones. Chris Jones is is one of my favorite. Him and Aaron Donald are the two best D-linemen in football, in my opinion. And he's leading that Chiefs. I think they got the number one rush defense in in football, uh, Kansas City does, which is crazy. Uh, Pretenders are contenders. Green Bay Packers, they have been... uh, they have, they have to be better than what they've shown against the Patriots, at least. Uh, or they won't be winning games against good teams down the road, especially like mm. even Minnesota, which they lost to. They're 3-1. and one. The run defense doesn't look very good right now either, which is surprising. Um, they got a good back row and linebacker play, but their defensive line is not looking very good. Their O-line is suspect, and we know about their wideout. So 
Uh, are they a three and one pretender or are they contenders because Aaron Rodgers is there and that they're always a contender? Hundred percent. Anytime you got a quarterback like Aaron Rodgers, you're you're a contender. I mean, look what he's got, man. He doesn't have shit to throw to. You know, Robert Tunyon's a good tight end, but they got Romeo Dobbs, Amari Rodgers, and old Randall Cobb. I just think whenever I mean, we talked about it at nauseum yesterday. You got a quarterback like you know anybody like Brady, Rodgers, any types of those guys, <clears throat> you got a good chance to win. They're contenders, man. You can't you can't ever count out dudes like Rodgers or Brady ever. And, man, I'm over here live on TikTok. Make sure you guys are on TikTok. Come on over to YouTube. Uh, appreciate you guys. Come on and become a member, man. $1.99. YouTube. Best $1.99 you can spend. A guy on TikTok <clears throat> just asked me uh, as a coach what defensive front and coverage gave me the most uh, nightmares, I guess, heading into a Monday night or Monday week, work week to prepare for a team. Uh, man, I don't know. Running triple option and RPOs and double option and shit I've ran forever and, and uh, you know, odd front. An odd front to answer a question, of th- you know, what you guys might call a 3-3 three, three stack. Uh, mm-hmm. If you're very good at it, it can give you a lot of fits. And, and we've placed a few teams that are real good at it. And you got to change offensively speaking. you got to change your offensive mindset and get into some double tight end and uh, some ace personnel, some, some ace formations. Um unbalanced stuff and you have to because the three three stacks going to stay balanced regardless of what formation you're in so you got to figure it out and and what gives you the tough part about it 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 seems like you can run on it but all the games they run on the three three stack if you're any good at all um if you ever watched the tennessee titans when they were good or arizona university of arizona when they were good they were a three three stack team it's basically derived from the four four defense it's basically a four four defense back in the day and now 3-3 three, three stack, 30 stack, we call it odd front. It's probably one of the ones I hate to prep for because you have to worry about so many different uh, mm-hmm. games and cross plugs and line games and stunts because you want to try. They want to try to move all as much as they can to fuck with your old line principles. So um, the Packers, uh, you believe they're pretend- contenders? Um, for sure. All right, Dolphins, uh, three and one, two is out. Uh, we don't know what's happening with that whole situation. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm interested in seeing how that investigation works out. Uh, people ask me about this whole thing, about my video that went viral uh, when I did it on tour the other day. And I got a guy, that news, a news media guy hit me up and was like, he was spot on. He knew who I was. He goes, Coach, it's funny. Everybody thinks you're this bully guy out there, but really you're just a teddy bear because I know the real, and a lot of us know that played, you are pissed off on that video, I could tell, because you care about the players. And it wasn't that he was a quarterback, obviously, and that was my position, and that's what I, I, you know, I cherish. But it was a player. It was a kid. He was a player. That is true. I was pissed off about that because that motherfucker should never have been in the game four days after he got hit the first time. And I knew, and everyone else knew, that he hit his fucking head. It wasn't mm-hmm. his fucking back. So hearing that... That bullshit, it's his back, and all that bullshit is, is crazy. And the idiots that keep coming out saying it was his back, um, that he must have been on straight heroin, speed, and coke, motherfucker, because his, his back was out. He sure fucking popped up quick. Like, yeah, yeah it's crazy. That motherfucker was just some, like a zombie. And then he fell down. Yeah, I, I've seen so many back injuries that look like that. But anyway, he should never been in there. Hey, hey look, yeah. Nick. We talked about it the other day. As a player, we're going to stay in the football game. We don't want to mm-hmm. leave. We're competitive. Yep. Mm-hmm. We depend on the grown folks in this particular case. The coach, the, 
the owner, the manager, the homie, the player, the trainer, whoever, to take my helmet because I'm going in. And uh, that's the bottom line. Like, that wasn't handled right. That wasn't taken. And we know the NFL was going to use this scapegoat ass outside agency neurologist as the scapegoat. They fire him. And now it seems like a Brett Favre situation. Now we don't hear shit. We don't know nothing. Mm. We haven't heard nothing about the Tua thing. Miami Dolphins, since they fired the guy, now it's just going to go away. Right. Kind of like you notice that. how that happens? It's like one week, it's the biggest news, and now fucking nobody's talking about it. Kind of like Brett Favre's dick pics. All right, so um, two is out. Teddy's in. I have confidence in Teddy. Teddy wins every year uh, that he's a backup. He did well with the Saints. He's done well in Denver. He's done well everywhere <laughs> he's been. I, I have no issue with Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, Dolphins 3-1. Now, I'm going to tell you, dog, in this league uh, that I had a cup of tea in, it's either going to go south real quick and get flushed down the toilet or they're going to maintain and have a steady consistency um, until Tua comes back, if he comes back. But I would be preparing that Teddy Bridgewater is my guy. Is that going to deflate the Dolphins? And they're like, fuck, we were on cloud nine. Now we're like, we got we don't know about Teddy. And, and uh, is this he our guy? Or are they going to rally? around this weirdo-ass coach they got. And is this coach really the guy to rally a team going through some trials and tribulations? That is my question. Are they Mm -hmm. pretenders or contenders? Dude, they're right there on the – they're like a tweener for me. If there's a middle grading system, like if they got Teddy, like I do like Teddy. You know, he's he's a good, viable backup option. I think if Tua doesn't get hurt, they're for sure contenders – they got the top two receiver, two of the top two receivers in the league in Waddle and Hill. If if Bridgewater can figure out a way to just keep feeding them the ball, I mean, they're going to keep winning, you know. But at the same time, can he throw the deep ball? Can he stretch field? Can he make those reads, right? Like, you know, the reads that we were talking about with like fields and stuff, you know, the ball's got to get out now. And I think Teddy's experienced enough to, to run that offense. Their defense is a little suspect here and there. Uh, right now I'm going to say pretenders just because of the whole Tua situation. Now let's get into this Mike McDaniels weirdo coach. You know, there's people in the, in the, in the, in the, in the uh, chat here talking about that he should be fired. Let's set, let's set up a poll. Should Mike McDaniel be fired? Now look, whoa, whoa. I'm strong on Pat. I'm strong on, 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 again, you know, I'm pissed off and all that. And I'm like, you know, Mm. this guy's, uh, Here's my thing about this whole firing all these guys. And I know I did a video and talked about it. Like, this is a coach you guys hired in Miami, a shady owner, a shady organization from what we've seen over the years. You guys hire this guy who has no head coaching experience whatsoever. He looks like an accountant who I went and met yesterday to do my fucking taxes, right? (laughs) Um, Is it, is it? Is it fair to say let's fire the dude after three, four games, or did the organization set this kid up to be a scapegoat as well because he don't know what he don't know? He's never been a coach, never been a head coach. He's been watching Shanahan call offense in a booth taking notes for fucking three years, and he's been a grad assistant basically his whole career in the NFL, and now he's a head coach. 
mm-hmm. because he was underneath Shanahan, a successful offensive guy in Frisco, and now we anoint these guys and hire them. And so, same thing in Denver. Same thing in Denver. He coached yep. Aaron Rodgers. So we're yep. going to give this guy a head job. Same thing in Vegas. This guy coached uh, Brady. McDaniels, we're going to give him a job. He failed in Denver. We're going to give him another chance. Now he's in Vegas, failing again. So um, I don't know if it's, I don't know if I said fire McDaniel. He doesn't know what he don't know. But mm. that's why you don't hire McDaniel from the jump. That's the thing about it. The ownership and the leadership is so bad across football landscape. College football is horrible. High school football is horrible. NFL is horrible. We have leaders, administrators, presidents, principals, athletic directors, GMs that are just out here hiring who they know, who knows them, who sends them a recommendation. The guy knows his daddy. His daddy coached his uncle. His uncle grew up with his homie. Dog, it's the biggest mockery. And and all the kids sitting there like, fuck, man, we want Coach JB. We want Coach Nick. We want Coach Zach Smith. Like, that's what the kids are sitting there saying. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's fucking horrible, man. It's unbelievable that the talent never gets to choose uh, the leader. And that's Here's just- my, I'll play devil's advocate here. You know, every coach at one point was a first-time head coach, right? Like they've got to, they've got to learn what they're doing. They got to adjust. What happened? You know, they can't fire a dude, a new coach, four games into the season. Same thing with Denver. You just can't do that. You got to give them time. What is your perspective on, you know, everybody was a first-time head coach. Like, why why fill in? Is it just because of the situation they're in? Like, you know, Miami not being a hot offense, not being a hot defense. So you go out and get a Doug Peterson, somebody with, you know, experience. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, everybody's a first-time head coach at one point. Yeah, but what you're not makes a first, them kinda, you're not a first-time head coach in the NFL. Yeah. No, that's not your first fucking gig. You're saying go to college or My, something like Miami that? Miami Dolphins' head job as a first-time gig is not the gig to start off with because he's yeah. never been a head coach anywhere of anything. Yeah. And so, Good like, point. he gets Good his point. head job for the fucking Miami Dolphins, and that's like, holy shit. So to your mm-hmm. point, it's like, let's 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 break this down first of all. Okay, we say he's a pseudo-OC. He's been quote-unquote an OC. Um you get this job in the Dolphins because you've been grandfathered in already, at a, even at a young age. He's been through all these different teams. Yep. He's been a grad assistant. He married somebody that knew somebody, and that's really what it comes down to if you know his story. Mm-hmm. So it's again. It's two in a row. Who'd they hire before that? The guy that was, you know, quote-unquote throwing games for Huntworth? Brian. Uh, oh, yeah. Who's the dude right before him? Shit. Another another first time head coach. Yeah, another first time head coach. I don't I don't know. It's it's a bad deal though, man. When you're the head, when you get the job and you don't know uh, how to manage this situation. Like at the end of the day, in my opinion, Joe Paterno guaranteed you he knew everything that was happening inside that program at Penn State. Right. Uh, I knew everything that was happening inside my program. Like head coaches right. know, and if they don't know then they're fucking ignorant and they should never be in that position. So mm-hmm. that is a, my point. He don't know. And ultimately, right. he is the guy held accountable for all of it. And now what is he doing? He's sitting around walking around like, I didn't know you had a good guy. I didn't know what to do. Like, Because you don't know. And you shouldn't be in that position. And you are set up to fail. And that's the problem I have. Like, 
he's been set up to fail without even From the jump. Without even knowing. Yeah, he don't even know. And it's like it's a tough situation to be put in, but experience, man, I mean Getting a job as a as a young head coach in the NFL has got to be a whole other ball game, man. It's, it's different sure. than just taking For over sure. taking over fucking Mercer. So, uh, <laughs> right. all right, Tampa Buccaneers two and two defense carried them through the first three weeks. They got beat up against the Chiefs. They haven't played a complete game yet, which is scary. Their wideouts came back. Brady throws for four hundred. Uh, 80% completion percentage, by the way. Three touchdowns. Looks like fucking Brady. I've, I, Brady looks exactly like he's been looking for 20 years. And that's mm-hmm. what's crazy to me. Um, mm-hmm. The defense was ranked number one. They give up a lot of ass cheeks the other day against the Chiefs. They are 2-2. Two and two. Um, Tampa Bay, pretender or contender? Contender. Excuse me. Like I was saying. Like like what you just said, Brady's playing like he always has. He's finding dudes like that. He's making those tough throws, those one throws like we were talking about the other day. Those Aaron Rodgers throws where you got two deep safeties, you got a you got a backer drop in. You know you got to drop it right in that little tiny spot. Tom Brady can still do that. Again, like what you were saying, the number one defense. My boy Shaq Barrett coming off the edge. He's gonna get to the pass the passer. Um, <clears throat> They're good, man. They're really good. And that's the other thing, too, is, you know, they may have a decent, uh, you know, a so-so regular season, but when it comes January, February, that's when Tom Brady, you can never count them out, ever. And uh, so they're a contender. Right here on TikTok, I know somebody just said, Coach, you got a podcast. You got to be a dumb motherfucker, man, if you think I'm – I haven't even looked at my phone. What do you think I'm looking at right now? What do you think I'm doing right now? What do you think I'm talking – I'm just talking to myself, looking around like this? The phone's down here, dog. What do you think I'm doing right now? I got two podcasts every day. Come on over to YouTube Ooh. right now. It's in my bio. Come peep it out. We're on every morning, 6 a.m., every afternoon, 1 p.m. Pacific. Um, we do the two best shows on the Internet. Come check it out. Yo, Coach, Carl over here in the chat brought up a good t- a good point. You heard about Giselle and Tom Brady getting divorced, right, or at least hiring divorce lawyers. Yeah, that's what Sarah does that throw him yesterday. off. Does that does that fuck with them at all? I don't know. Sarah brought that up yesterday on the on the on the Daily Show. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. I mean, he threw for four hundred yards, eighty percent. I mean, fuck, if he can get better than that, then maybe maybe maybe. Uh, Look, there's two things undefeated, dog. I gotta be honest. Yeah, it's pussy and new pussy. I mean, let's just be honest. So is he and getting some? Tom Brady. Is he getting some new, or is he tired of the old, or maybe he needed yeah. to get out of it for a while because if he throws for 400 a week and three touchdowns, 80 percent, shit, it may, it may be don't. a good thing to get divorced. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever he's got going, it's working. No doubt. I'm curious though. Um, I don't know. That's a whole other thing. We we all we could do is speculate about. Um, all we could do is speculate about Tom Brady and his wife situation mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, you know, it ain't ever good for the kids. But they've been together this long. She's been through it this long. My issue is now is the time to leave. Right now, if it's his fault, it's his fault. We don't know. I don't know the situation, but she has her own. Like I don't really care either. That's what people don't get. Like, I don't give a shit about any of it. Like, (laughs) you guys sound like a bunch of snobby rich kids who can't have their way. That's how I look at it. Like, suck the shit up, man. 
You got motherfuckers out here watching you play that are supporting you. You got people watching your business, Giselle, whatever her name is. And uh, did she ever change her last name? No, it was Bunchin. Or whatever, the, however you pronounce it. No, no Brady in there. Bingo says she your name. She had to keep her brand, man. Had to keep the brand. Bingo says your name, oh man. Shit, that means you never really bought it anyway. You had never had no. two feet in anyway. So, you was one foot in, one foot out from the jump. You didn't even change your fucking last name. I would never, I would have fired her ass year one. Right. Hey, you're not changing your name? You sure? All right, well, fuck it. I got to roll because our last what's our what's our kids' last names? Right, dude. I have no and, idea. And there's another good thing in the, like uh, I I heard that it was all about him. He should have retired this past year. She needed help with the kids, all that shit. But then now he's got Fox lined up right after he gets out of the league for what three hundred and seventy five mil. Exactly. You know what? I, it's it's fuck. Like the guy's gonna be in football just like Peyton, just like Eli for years. I mean, he's gonna be one of those commentators that makes more, you know, you know, being a commentator than he did in the league, you know, and like, she like knew Tony this, Romo. Right? She had to have known huh. this, right? Like what's that? She had to have known this. Like, yeah, this, exactly. This can't be just hitting her in the face. Right. She mm-hmm. like, she had to have known this for the last, how many years? Like, there's no way she didn't know this going in here. Like, mm. I, I don't know. Um, no. I don't like skinny bitches anyway. I don't think she's fucking very good looking. Uh, Vikings three Whoa. and one. Are they in? Fr- they're in first place after a victory over the Saints in London on that shit show deal. The good news is they go. They got Justin Jefferson back on track. The defense mm-hmm. though has to get better. Offensive minded coach, obviously, first year head coach as well. Three and one in the Vikings land. Are they pretenders or contenders? I'm going to say contenders. Um, They're going to have to get – I mean, in order to get the playoffs, they're going to have to figure out Green Bay. Uh, But, you know, their defense is actually playing pretty well. I'm looking at it now. They're the sixth-ranked defense, but in the passing game, they're 29th. So, it's obviously teams are just dicing them up in the air. Their run defense is money. Um, But Kirk Cousins is one of those quarterbacks – He's reliable. He's going to make some big plays. Like, he's one of those guys, and I'm, I'm curious, like, what you really think of him. Because he's just, like, he's got Justin Jefferson. He's got feeling. You know, he's got weapons. But is he that type of quarterback? Like, what's his completion percentage right now? Oh, uh, Cousins? Cousins. He's yeah, at sure. 63%, so he's having a good year. Um, he's hitting miss, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if he's the dude to get him to the big games, you know? Yeah. I'm curious. Uh, their secondary is horrible. I, I I don't know if I've seen a worse secondary. Minnesota's secondary, they've got holes all over the place. Like yeah, they got Swiss they got cheese. Patrick Peterson, but man, he's I mean he's my age. <laughs> yeah, he's, Peterson looks he's old. Up there. He looks old, and the schematics of it looks bad. Like schematically, they're all over the place. There's fucking guys. There's just things. They look like Detroit, and I'm mm-hmm. just like, damn, we're unsound as shit. Um, mm-hmm. Cowboys three and one. Cooper Rush basically is number one in like four categories in the NFL right now, quarterback wise. I saw last night he's like number one. I'm like, God damn. Uh, he's yeah. doing a great job. He's 4 0 as a starter, 3 0 this year. Uh, they've won three straight since Dak's gone out. Defense is carrying the team for the most part. Offensively speaking, they're just being efficient. Cooper's not making mistakes. Um, and he's still, he's still producing, though. He's getting the ball to the right guys at the right time, which is the key for the quarterback position. Uh, Cowboys three and one in a division led by the Eagles four and zero. Oh. Um, Giants are also three and one. Who Cowboys beat? 
the the Washington uh, Wussies or whatever they are, they are fucking horrible. Garbage. Carson Wentz is just shitty. Um, are the Cowboys contenders or pretenders, or is this the Eagles division to win? Like you were saying, Cooper Rush is playing well. I'm looking at here. He's above 60% completion percentage, so he's getting the job done. I can never trust the Dallas Cowboys. You know, like they're they're one of those teams. Our fans are so stuck in the past. Like this isn't 1994, 1995, whenever they won those Super Bowls, when they were on their run with Aikman. Everyone just overhypes them every single year. They're America's team. I can never trust the, you know, especially when Dak comes back. Dak's one of those quarterbacks that's so up and down. He's making 40 mil a year. They got to put him in, you know, but I I can't trust them. You know, they've got they've got weapons. They got CeeDee Lamb, even though he's he's up and down too. They got my boy Michael Gallup out of Colorado State. He's he's solid, but I just I don't think I don't they're pretenders in my mind. Hey, I like Abraham Newcomb. Abraham Newcomb, become a, a member. So I don't think you're a fucking troll. But I like what he said, though. Uh, Abraham Abraham Newcomb said, contenders until Dak contenders. comes back. <laughs> hey, that might be true, man. That I might know. be true. I know. It might be true, man. That shit is real. I mean, yep. I told you, I think Cooper Cup is better for this football team than Dak Prescott is. That's just real shit. I think they are better for, he is better for this team right now with this setup mm-hmm. than, he, than Dak is. I just, that's yeah. what I truly believe. I truly believe that. So, uh, like I, Jerry said, they said Jerry came out and said you, to Cooper Rush, you know, make me, make me realize there's a quarterback battle. Like, make this hard on me. And, you know, like I heard somebody say the other day, uh, was it yesterday? And it kind of put it in perspective for me. You know, what is a backup quarterback job? He's a guy that comes in if the starter gets hurt and they got to try to win games until that next, until the starter comes back. Like, that's his job, you know? Like, he's doing exactly what he's getting paid for. Dak's out, he's in. Dak comes back, he's out. But I think everybody's on the same page as us. Like, why take – why, you know, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Um, Rush is killing it. Before I carry over to the NFC West, uh, do, do, are you a baseball guy at all? Does anyone give a fuck about this uh, judge hitting 62 last night? Um I, I don't watch baseball. I hate baseball. I despise baseball. Same. Uh, I'm a Dodger fan, though. I'll watch the Dodgers when they end the World Series. Other than that, if they're not in the World Series, I'm not going to watch them. Uh, they better mm. be in the World Series. They got the fucking number one payroll. Um, he hit 62. Everybody out here on the in the PC world and the cancel culture world is saying it's the number one home run. Le- like, Barry Bonds is the record holder, as, yep. as far as I'm concerned. He has 73. Mm-hmm. And it's funny, yep. we didn't even mention it one time. Nobody no. mentions it. Like ESPN they, comes they out. They blackballed that dude, man. Oh, dude, ESPN Looking. comes out. Uh, 62 now, the leading. Da, 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 da. I'm just like, no, 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 no. Barry Bonds is a fucking leader. Yeah, that was the- their whole thing is like he broke the American League record. Yeah. You know, he didn't break the record. Like, dude, I don't care how much steroids you're on. You still got to be able to read a curveball. You still got to be able to hit a 99. Hand-eye coordination. Yeah, exactly. Steroids steroids don't fuck with the hand-eye coordination. No, not at all. I mean, it's going to make you hit the shit out of the ball. But shit, you still got to be able to hit the ball. Yeah. But Aaron Judge doing this, I mean, it's just something for the publicity to jump on. You know? Oh, I know. It's, it's, I mean, 62 home runs, fuck. That's pretty fucking good. And you know the kid's doing it the right way. He's not, I mean, obviously he's not juicing especially. But he's fucking 6'7", 280 pounds. Ah, he's a like, freak. He's a freak-looking dude, but I I, I ain't going to put it past that he ain't football. juicing. I ain't going to put it past that he ain't juicing, though. Fuck that. 
You don't think so? I don't know. I'm saying I'm not going to put it past them. HGH can't be detected in the UA test. So, you know. I mean. Only blood. Uh. Lambo Double, you got to go to a desktop. You can go on your phone and get and become a member, but you got to have to Google that shit. I don't know how to do it. You got to do it like uh, you got to turn your phone into a desktop mode and then go to YouTube and do it that way. Um, headed on over to the NFC West. Frisco 49ers, 2-2 two and two right now. Defense is outstanding. Even the guy's missing time. D'Amico Ryan's mm-hmm. is doing a great job. Mm-hmm. Uh, they look like a playoff team yesterday again. I told everybody... Uh, weeks ago that Jimmy G scares me much more than Trey Lance does running that team. Um, are the Niners contenders or pretenders? Does Jimmy G only get better? And do the Niners figure it out on offense to con- go ahead with that defense? And can the Rams, we'll get to the Rams, but are the Rams no. going to figure it out and, and get back to the Super Bowl? Uh, I think it's those two teams, even though Geno Smith's on fire for Seattle. They're all 2-2, two and two, though. They're all 2-2, two and mm-hmm. two, even the mental midget um, Kyler Murray's team. The Arizona Cardinals are 2-2. Two and two. Uh, They've had the weakest schedule in the NFL, though, even though NFL's NFL still. Uh, Niners, are they contenders or pretenders? Contenders. I mean, Jimmy G, I think they should have never even thought about drafting another quarterback. I think Jimmy G's a viable option for them. Took him to the Super Bowl, then the NFC Championship. I mean, the dude's a stud. He fits that offense perfectly. He's worked with Shanahan. I think he's the he's the medicine they've been missing, man. Like, you know, Trey Lance, He how many games did he play? Two. But – I, I never understood the the reasoning. Like Trey Lance should have been sitting behind this dude learning. Uh, but Jimmy G, he he knows that offense. He's got Debo. He's got weapons. Their defense is ranked number three in the in the league right now. That Hafunga safety, he's fucking flying all over the place. I mean, I think they're contenders, especially now that Jimmy G's back. Um. Brandon Ortiz, you sound like a fuckstick. I'm blocking you. We ain't here asking motherfuckers for cash app. Bitch, get your bitch ass out of here. Um, all right, so... Dog, that's a, that shit just... I despise that mother... You know, these dudes on Twitter... Have you seen these girls on IG? They come out and they put their cash app uh, thing yeah. on, their, on their profile... Have you ever? Have you ever noticed? I mean, that? I don't have social media outside of Twitter, man. I can't stand Instagram. I can't stand. Dog, like, have you ever fuck seen fuck. the females that? Uh, it's funny to me. Like guys are doing it. Like you gotta be a bitch made cat if you're not running a business or some sort. Mm-hmm. To to just say, hey, dog. I know you don't know me from Adam, but can you shoot me um, <laughs> right, a hundred bucks? Like yeah. These just broads, for being hot. These broads out here are thirsty. Dudes are thirstier. Like, go get you in, a motherfucking job, homie. Go get oh. you a job. Like, it blows my mind how enabled we are, dog. That's why these cats are still in Amazon packages and breaking into mailboxes every day. Especially these young cats on TikTok. They're all bitch-made cats. They can't go get a job, dog. They can't go get a job. They're every fucking kid wants our- to be a YouTube star now. They want to be IG model, YouTube yeah. star. They cannot yeah. go get a job, dog. They rather steal your Amazon package. Well, listen, TikTok. I wish you all would come over to my house and try to get my Amazon, motherfucker. I'll send you the address today. Come on over and get you my Amazon packages, motherfucker. You're leaving a goddamn hearse. All right, here we go. The Ravens. Uh, their defense is fucking atrocious. They're awful. They're two and two. 
their chances to win um, with Lamar Jackson. We're going to break this team down in totality right now. They're 2-2, two and two, power ranking number 11. Uh, first of all, are they a pretender or a contender? Mm, I'm going to say contender. I was wrong earlier. They got the 26th-ranked defense, or uh, 23rd-ranked defense, excuse me. 23rd-ranked defense. defense, still pretty yeah. bad for a team that so, has Lamar Jackson at quarterback. Exactly, exactly. I think they're contenders. I think, well, when I say contenders, I think they're a playoff team, um, especially in that division, you know. Um, they're, they're, a, they're a wild card to me, man. Like Lamar Jackson, you know, when he's got it, like we talked about yesterday – when a defense forces him to throw the ball, I mean, the de- the offense changes completely. You know, he's not making those those quick reads, going through his progressions. I think, I think he'll get to the playoffs, but I don't think I don't think they're a Super Bowl team by any means. No, and I, I, it was funny when Ryan Clark picked Lamar to be the MVP and mm-hmm. the Ravens to go to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Like Ryan Clark is an absolute fucking idiot. Dude, he doesn't have he doesn't have anyone to throw to, man. Like that's the thing. Mark Andrews is his number one target because <laughs> he can't throw to anybody. Good point. Yeah, <laughs> good point. Uh, all right, let's break down to your point earlier. The Ravens, twenty third ranked defense. Why do they have the twenty third ranked defense? Well, they're they're not very good up front. Um, I think Peters is oh, I think Peters is way past his prime. Um, secondaries. Average. They have no wideouts on offense. They have a quarterback who cannot sustain a drive, and I think they lead the league in third down percentage as being the lowest on conversion rate. Huh. So their third down conversion rate is bad. I think it's what is it? You know, can you pull that up? Or I have no, no I don't clue. Know I'll pull it up. up um, I would bet that it is forty uh, percent range, if that. That's just my bet. Third down conversion percentage. Let's see here. Maybe it's under that. Right, right, right. 30. I don't know. Baltimore. Who knows, though? NFL is totally different. Um, they are 12th, so their conversion percentage is 36%. 36. I knew it. Under 40. Uh, that's just not sustainable for a quarterback that runs triple RPO and double option. So until he can convert on third down in, in, in the 48 percentile, there's no way you can tell me that he is going to sustain drives, keep their defense off the field, and limit the other offense on possessions. That is the job for the quarterback, especially a quarterback that runs 11 times a game designed by mm-hmm. design run. Like, mm-hmm. how are you running 11 times a game as a quarterback and you can't keep the other team off the field? Like, that mm-hmm. doesn't equal success. There are two and two, and when they started off, and Lamar was balling, and everyone thought he was betting on himself, and he's the MVP through two weeks. I'm just like, pump your brakes. I've right. never seen an MVP be anointed after week three, and I've never seen a Super Bowl championship handed out after week three. And every single week, the Ravens look worse and worse, just like mm-hmm. I say on Jason Whitlock every day. They will start scheming Lamar Jackson little by little and using his strengths against them. And what does that mean, Coach? We're we're using his strengths against him. So let him run around all day long, dog, because he can't fucking throw. He can't hit water if he fell out of a boat. 
in crunch time. His balls are 70-yard touchdowns. If other than that, he throws nothing but shovel passes. Like, let's break it down. And I can't. I, I would love to go back to the Chiefs, and I can't wait to get the film on this, Nick. People are anointing Patrick Mahomes as the greatest, too. And I'm just like, dog, I watched film last night on him. I wish I could show it today. He threw three shovel passes. Two of them went mm-hmm. for, like, big yards. Right. He threw a crossing <clears throat> shallow route, and he threw six screens lateral to the line of scrimmage or a yard ahead of the line of scrimmage that the receivers made into just big yak. plays. Yeah. He and, and am I looking at Tom Brady? Tom Brady goes 39 of 50, and he's throwing balls, back cone, teeth yep. of the defense, dig routes, over defenders, and I'm like, this motherfucker's throwing what footballs that quarterbacks throw. Mm-hmm. Mahomes is sitting here throwing shovels, screens, crossers. I never even thought about that. That's dog, a good point. people don't really break them down, and I can't wait right. to break them down, dog, because I want to. I want to break this down because eventually you're going to be able to allow to throw that shit like you do in the playoffs every year. Like they, he struggled versus Cincinnati when they made his ass throw into the teeth of the defense, and he right. threw three picks. Same way, um, how is TikTok suspending me for bullying and harassment? Jesus Christ. That just happened? Yeah, just, be, they, just because every time I go live, though, I forgot to shut it down because Steve Mack didn't <laughs> remind me because he's a slap. Yo, going back to Baltimore, they don't make the playoffs. Is Harbaugh gone or is he at least on the hot seat? Oh, Harbaugh's gone and the entire Ravens organization's up in shambles, in my opinion, because – um, they're gonna have to revamp that offense. They're gonna have to revamp that whole roster because they mm-hmm. bought into Lamar Jackson. They bought yep. into everything, mm-hmm. and that's just what it is. I think they've they've completely revamped that roster to fit him, and he is. Uh, you can't live like this in the NFL very long. You like you said, like they're gonna pay him. They can't keep. You know, high-priced receivers. They got Rashad Bateman, Duvernay, and Andrews. That's who he's throwing to. They got J.K. Dobbins that can run, right? But, yeah, fuck. There ain't no receivers trying to go to Baltimore. That's what I'm saying. There's just no receivers. Who wants to play there? Like, and we talked about it yesterday. Like, you know, um, man, they should go get OBJ. That's the thing. How that do? I mean, I know he was hurt, but fuck, you, you add a weapon like OBJ to the the Ravens' offense. Granted, he's got to get the ball to him, you know, which is tough. Yeah, I think I I I would OBJ would end his he would end his career in Baltimore because he would never catch the football. Yeah, and there's no way he goes there. He would be like, fuck no, I'm not going there at all. There's no way I'm sounds going like there. sounds like he wants Green Bay. Green Bay or the Rams are his best viable situations to me. I think yeah. those are the two most viable um, situations. I don't know if uh, Lamar Jackson would would just absolutely he would look like a fucking idiot going to going there. Like there's yeah. no way. Like Lamar Jackson couldn't get OBJ the ball. There's mm-hmm. no way he could get him the ball. Mm-hmm. So like, how is he gonna get the ball? Like, there's no fucking way he's gonna get the ball. So. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, with a horrible defense and a guy that 
Dude, I'm looking at their defensive rankings. Like they're 30, they're last in everything. Pass offense. I just it's the turnover ratio that's that's getting them higher rank, like ranking higher. It's just fuck, man. Their their defense. I think they're in trouble. The more we talk about them, the more you break down Lamar. I think the Baltimore's in trouble. You know, they could not make the playoffs if they keep playing like this. <laughs> hey man, I just try to bring up the points. People finally start to realize when they look at them like, fuck, this team ain't very good, dude. And I and he's banking on himself and turned down that money. I know Lamar Jackson right now is in his house like, fuck did I fuck. do? What did I do? <laughs> yeah, what did yeah. I do? I, yep. I'd be going in there right now, be like, hey man, let's sign this deal. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. uh, hey man, I don't look for people, I don't root for people's demise. I just tell the truth. And when people get mad at me because I told them the truth, and that's how soft you motherfuckers are out there. All right, the Titans. They've won two straight. Looks like typical Tyson, Titan fashion. They're using their toughness. Vrabel's uh, grit is coming over to that team. They have righted things since the Bills debacle uh, week two. Uh, they're right there in the thick of things again in the AFC with the Bills being 3-1, and one, the Chiefs at 3-1, and one, um, you know, Bengals at 2-2, two and two. Uh, Stillers are out of it. The Browns are two and two, I think. Uh, there's no real outright dominant team right now in the AFC, right? Mm-hmm. Um, are the Titans pretenders or contenders? I think they're pretenders. They got a bad defense. Ryan Tannehill's a good quarterback. He's not a great quarterback. What's his completion percentage right now? You know, Derrick Henry is really their only option on offense right now. They, you know, Traylon Burks is hurt. I mean, if you're a defense, you know, lining up against Tennessee, you know, Derrick Henry is going to get the ball 30 plus times. So you key in, you shut him down. He's not running downhill. I think the Titans are in trouble. I think they're pretenders. I do love Rabel, what he's got going over there. But I just think, you know, getting rid of A.J. Brown was, I mean, it was, that's one of the craziest trades I've seen in the last 10 years. Made no sense. They just didn't want to pay him. I don't know what type of money they got going on there. Like, who are they paying? That's just that's, you know, you know, limiting that that cap space. I know they're playing. They're paying Lawan a lot on left tackle, Derrick Henry. Um, shit. I mean, I just don't know where the money was to to keep AJ Brown. But I think they're pretenders. I just think their defense can't hold it up. Tannehill's not a fantastic quarterback. I think all they got is Derrick Henry. So I think they're pretenders. Michael Raymond, I am better, and so is your girl and your mom, bitch. Shut up. You're another dick writer. Um, huh. Shoot us your resume, Michael Raymond. I'll wait for it. How many profiles have you made today to just suck my dick and be in my chat? I'm curious. Yo, How many profiles is this? How many have we blocked that is now you? How many guys are you? Are you uh, What's your real name, mother? Drop us your birth certificate and your fucking resume. We would love to hear about all the donuts you make every day. You fat, wobble body fuck. Yo, speaking about you being a quarterback, I totally forgot to tell you. My first ever visit to a college out of high school was Fort Hayes State. Really? Yeah, yeah. I went there my midway through my junior year, went and checked it out. I was going to play baseball and football there, but ended up getting some some D1 offers. I just thought I, I totally forgot to tell you that. Damn, that's crazy. Um, yeah. You flew out to fucking Hayes, Kansas. One of my – the girl I was seeing at the time, her dad was an All-American receiver there in the 80s. And he was like, dude, just come come check out Fort Hayes. I know the head coach, and he actually had a plane, so he flew me out there. 
it was cool, man. They got some good facilities for a D2 program. Oh, yeah, that, that, that conference is big time. Uh, yep, that exactly. conference. What is that, has, Missouri Valley? No, now that the, they used to be the RMAC when I played. Now they're yep. in the MIAA, which is like Pittsburgh State, who has like one of the biggest jumbotrons in all of college football, even at a D2. Pittsburgh State's stadium is sick. Yeah, they, they, they got Missouri Western, Northwest Missouri, who's won more yep. natties, I think, than anybody. Uh, you know, Emporia, they're all they're all loaded in that fucking deal. Missouri Western yeah. is where the Chiefs practice. They have a facility, so the Chiefs gave them the facility. It's unbelievable indoor facility, everything. It's like D, it's like big time D one. Um, mm-hmm. All right, Bengals two and two. They even up the record. They beat Miami, but now face a big division game at Baltimore. I'm curious to see this game right here because if Lamar Jackson falters and flounders in this game against the Bengals and Burrow rises up and starts to become the Burrow that we think he is, top five quarterback. Um, they haven't clicked yet on offense, in my opinion. They still haven't clicked on offense. Um, but are the Bengals contenders or pretenders? They've moved up five spots in the power rankings this week. Mm-hmm. I think I think they're contenders. I think Joey Burrow, he's at a 64% completion percentage. So he's playing good. Their old line is figuring their shit out. You know, he got f- sacked 15 times in those first three games. It's gone down drastically in the last uh, – I mean, they, they played really well the last game against, uh, against Miami, keeping Joey B up. Um, T. Higgins is down again. I don't know what the hell is going on with him. It's an ankle, it looks like. Um, but they got so many weapons, and I love Joe Mixon. I love Joe Mixon out of the backfield. I think he's so dynamic in the sense that he can catch and run. Um I think they're contenders, man. You know, going to the Super Bowl last year, the conference again isn't that hot. You know, Pittsburgh's not going to do shit. Cleveland, you know, with Jacoby, they might do a little bit, but I just think I think I think they're going to win that conference and and their or division, and they're going to be in the playoffs. So I think they're contenders. You think the Bengals win that? Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think they're yeah. going to come back and, and get it. I said they would struggle this year. I thought Burrow was going to struggle. They have, and he has. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm curious to see uh, that old line is, is is on paper better than last year, but they're not better so far. So for sure, we'll yep. see. All right, Jacksonville Jaguars two and two now coming out as the AFC South favorite yeah. according Favorites. to Vegas. According to Vegas, so that is a shocker to me. Over the Titans, uh, even the Colts, we know they're struggling, but we know what's potentially in Indianapolis. Um, they showed well early against the Eagles, but then fell apart. Trevor Lawrence has to be better. He had five turnovers, uh, and they have to do better with Peterson and that team. I, 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 Trevor Lawrence isn't ready yet with a roster that's not big time yet. Mm-hmm. So I I find it hard to give him so much autonomy as a second-year guy, even though I do like Trevor. I think he's got a, some upside to him. Um, and Peterson now may have saved his career. So having said that um, – Five turnovers by the quarterback just it's it's kind yeah. of a to me it's kind of I have to look at myself as the coach and say what did I do to put him in these situations or mm-hmm. is he just that bad all of a sudden? Nah, I don't think that's the case. So we gotta be careful with how we manipulate Trevor Lawrence in this offense against a defense like the Eagles that we just faced. Um the Jaguars, are they pretenders or contenders? Man, I, I want to say they're contenders. I do. I, I feel for the Jags. I, I love Trevor Lawrence at quarterback. I think they're pretenders. I do still think the Colts turn it around and win that 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 division. I think Matt Ryan will figure his shit out. Um, 
But damn, dude, I mean, they've turned it around. It showed, you know, Urban Meyer was a fucking disaster there. Um, you get a good coach, you know, you get a good coach that, you know, develops an offense around a quarterback skill set. You know, who they got they're throwing to, Christian Kirk. And uh, he's well, good. Forget, yeah, balling. Christian Kirk's a stud. But, you know, they got, they got rid of Chanel. The- they got rid of Colorado Chanel. Yep. Which was dumb, man. I don't know why. Like, he's, he's, uh, he's over at Carolina killing it. They, Carolina's got two Colorado State guys and one Colorado guy. So, um, but I think the Jaguars are turning around. I think they'll be a playoff team next year, but I just, I don't, I don't see it this year. You know, they're two and two. If, if Trevor keeps turning the ball over like that, man, they're fucked. You know, he put the ball on the ground four times yeah. last game. You know, that's a big, big problem. But I like him. You know, I really like Trevor, but I still think the Colts are going to win that that division. And, uh, you know, Jags will be back next year. Marvin Jones. Guess who he played for? Does anyone know who Marvin Jones played for? Anyone in the, want to guess? Ace? Ace. Who did Marvin Jones play for? You know? You motherfucker. Are we talking something. college? He played for me. Did he really? Yeah, Marvin grew up right up the street. All right, so let's go Chargers. Five, uh, they moved down five slots, even though they beat the fucking Texans. Uh, they're two and two in the AFC West, which everybody anointed as the greatest thing ever. Um, they did some good things on offense. Burrow, or, uh, Herbert threw for 390 um, after that debacle versus the Jaguars. They still need yeah. to get better on defense, though. Um where are we at with them? Pretenders or contenders? I think they're going to make the wild card. I think I think Kansas City wins that division outright. I don't think the Broncos have it. I don't think the Raiders have it. Chargers, I mean, when you got a quarterback like Herbert, you got a good quarterback. You got a chance every single game. I just think they'll be a wild card team, you know, but they've got they've got so much talent, you know, both defense and offense. You know, they got Khalil Mack and Bosa coming off, even though I think Bosa's hurt right now. Um, Keenan Allen sounds like he'll be back here soon. Yeah, I think they make it to the playoffs. I don't think they're doing anything in the playoffs. I think the Chiefs dominate that conference or that division. And uh, but fuck, man, you never know. The AFC West is so up and down right now. The Chiefs could fucking start to suck. Mahomes could get hurt. Knock on wood. But I think I think they're they're a good team. I don't think they're going to go far in the playoffs. So. Um. <clears throat> I love Herbert though, man. I like some everything about that kid. I just love Justin Herbert. Big dude, can sling it, can move, but he, he's he's dedicated to staying in the pocket. He only gets out if he needs to. He's a good passer, man. He's a really good, uh, and he's a good dude off the field too. He's a good good guy to have at the at the helm. Yeah, I agree. Let's talk about the quarterbacks. Let's move on to quarterback. Uh, we're we're gonna head on into this. Uh... We're going to head on over to the quarterback discussion to get into the last chance Q segment of this show uh, where we break down all things quarterbacks. Baker Mayfield is the least efficient quarterback in the NFL. I, what do I know? I've only said he's fucking horrible. I think he's the most overrated quarterback in the NFL recent history. Him and uh, mm-hmm. Carson Wentz are both right there. It's funny. Everybody talks. They think I talk shit about Lamar Jackson and Kyler Murray so much. Uh, I've been talking about Baker. And um, Wentz for three years on how bad they are over all the other quarterbacks in the NFL. So he is the least efficient quarterback through week four. Um, mm-hmm. I think Sam Darnold's much better than him. I've been saying I that. agree. He's hurt, Fucking but it is Darnold, what it is. Man. Um, 
So I need to break. I want to break. I want to get the quarterbacks brought up some way. Uh, I'm going to get into all these things. Matt Rule's got to be on his death sentence, right? He's got to be ready to go. Uh, He's going to go back to college. He'll get to Wisconsin. Man, it's hard to fucking. It's so hard to go from the NFL to college and from college to the NFL. It is galaxies Mm -hmm. apart as far as Mm -hmm. everything. Everything in the whole. Every single thing, it's just it's so fucking hard uh, to compare. Urban Meyer struggled. Nick Saban struggled. Mm-hmm. Pete Carroll and Jimmy Johnson. There's a reason there's only been two guys that have won natties and Super Bowls. And that's what people don't understand. It's like, dog, it's not easy. This isn't an easy mm-hmm. thing. So, um, Baker's the least uh, efficient. Um, 54% completion percentage, so that's shit. What's he at? 54. Oh, in the NFL? Fuck. Right. Um, let's break down. Let's get let's let's break down the bottom guys first. All right. So um I'll start from the bottom. Justin Fields, we talked about him. He's 50% completion percentage. Baker's right there above him, 54. Mariota, Trubisky. All right, let's start right there. Let's start those first four right there. Okay. So you got Justin Fields. Um, Chicago, Justin Fields looks atrocious. Everybody begged. Everybody begged to get rid of Nagy. Um, by the way, let me ask you a question. Is Patrick Mahomes playing better right now than he did last year? No. You think he played better last year? I mean, well, fuck, I can't really remember last year. So last but. year, Patrick Mahomes started off horrible, remember? Everybody was talking about how shitty That's game. right, that's right, yeah, yeah, yeah. All You're right. right, he started right. off horrible. And then at the end, he started playing better, and then he fell off again in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Right now, to me, Patrick Mahomes looks better than he has in his career as far as he's staying in the pocket, he's throwing from the pocket, he's making, right, he's right, getting off right. of one, he's going to two. His feet look a little better, even though he's still a little displaced with his feet. He looks better. Um, who's his quarterback coach right now in Kansas City, you know? Is it Nagy? It is Nagy. But we yeah. wanted to get rid of him so bad. We wanted to get rid of a guy that understands quarterbacks and knows how to coach quarterbacks. Um, we wanted to get rid of him for a young-ass guy like Fields. <laughs> Like, mm-hmm. it blows my mind how fucking dumb the fan bases are in America. Like, you think he was a good head coach? Guy. Like, you think he, he was the right guy? You know, we talked about the other day. Like, some dudes, are, some dudes aren't made to be head coaches. You know, they're coordinators. They're, they're position coaches. Maybe Nagy's just one of those guys, right? He's just a quarterback guru. You know, do you think yeah, he was I, like a – I don't know if he's a head coach. I don't, I don't know right. if he was a head coach. Um I have no idea if he was a head coach, but I know he got Alex Smith to be one of the most efficient quarterbacks in the NFL when he was there with Alex Smith. And then he gets a head job because of why? He coached quarterbacks, right? He was fucking a guy that had a big-time quarterback, like like, Mm -hmm. like the guy in Denver right now, like McDaniels in Vegas. If they've coached a big-time quarterback, they get a fucking job, and this shit is crazy to me. So... Mm -hmm. And, and by the way, by the yeah. way, Nagy took Trubisky to two playoff appearances in, in Chicago. That. Like, yep. and I've, I've said that for, I've been saying that. I said it last year. I said, Nagy took Trubisky to two playoff runs. I, I don't understand why you think this guy is a shitty fit for Fields 
And we're so quick to fire people and we're so quick to find a new coach mm-hmm. that we don't realize that there's just be careful what you what wish for. Be careful what yeah. you wish for. Be careful because the grass is not always greener, dog. The grass is not always greener. And uh, is Nagy a great head coach? No, we don't know that. But right. but but please explain to me how many NFL great coaches are out there according to your criteria uh, fan bases because only one team wins Super Bowls every year. It's usually one or two or three coaches. And you got Andy Reid a few times. You got Arians, a couple, you know, has been there a few different times. Belichick's usually there every other year until now. Tomlin's been a few. Peterson has one. Um, other than that, Please show me all these great NFL coaches because there's not. And you guys are all so fucking enabled. You all think instant gratification. Give me a win. I want to got. Oh, he's horrible. Fire him. Guess what? You're hiring another motherfucker that's not going to go to the Super Bowl. So yeah. why don't you just let a motherfucker grow his team and, and put in his stamp and let a guy's prove himself that okay we know when it's not right like we know when the fucking st- environment is getting stale we know when when it's time to go but if you're judging this nfl thing on straight super bowls only as head coaches you're just going to keep fucking firing and and rehiring because you're not going like, to get it again. like who'd they hire the eber dude dc out of indy it's like what the fuck like exactly keep nagging Exactly. You're in a better position than Nagy than exactly. Like, heard That's of my this thing. Thing. We're, we're flipping coins out here, dog. We're flipping yep. coins to try to hire an NFL coach that we think is going to mm-hmm. take us to the Super Bowl. If mm-hmm. you think Eberflus is going to be the new fucking big time NFL coach, you're fucking retarded. Like it just blows yeah. my mind that we continue to just flip coins and we think we're going to find the next Belichick. And it's like, yep. it's like, dog, <laughs> it's unbelievable. But you want to get rid of Nagy? Mm-hmm. Well, let's look at this. So now you have Phil's in here with a defensive-minded coach. Why would you hire a defensive-minded coach for a young, supposedly franchise quarterback? Like, does that fucking even make sense to you? No, not at all. I mean, I remember when they hired him. Because, I mean, dude, the Bears, you know, they're a historic franchise. Like, you'd think they'd be having, you know, more guys just knocking at the door for that job and they hire this fucking dude. Like, you're... You're not going to win. It's like Vic Fangio last year in Denver. I always bring up Denver because I'm a, I'm a homer. But you, you bring in a D.C. and the offense is struggling. What the fuck are you doing? You know, you're not paying attention to the offense. You're focused on the defense. Like, this guy's not sitting over there breaking down film of Justin sitting there, man, we got to, you know, we got to make a change or something. You know, this guy's not paying attention. <laughs> man, it blows my mind what these people think. Well, now Justin Fields is worse than ever. He's he's much worse this year than he was last year. And I know Nagy's sitting there with Patrick Mahomes jacking his dick off, like laughing at you fucks. Like he's yeah. just probably laughing like a motherfucker. Like now, do you think do you think Justin Fields has the talent and like you know the mental game to turn it around? Like, do, or you think he's just fucked? I think he's fucked. Because like Nagy stays there, let's say. Does he turn into a good quarterback and the Bears are a good team? No. You don't think so? I don't think so. Uh, these kids these kids are getting thrown into the fire way too fast, dog. I just don't they're they're getting into the they're getting into the 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 mix of this tease of the battle and they just they're not ready to perform. They're mm-hmm. not ready to perform. And then they end up and then it's unfair to them, man, because then you got dickheads exactly. like me talking shit about them, right? 
And it's, it's not like I'm talking shit. It's just like, it's the truth, dog. Like, uh, he ain't the guy because he you threw him in there. And it's like, it's not his fault. At the same time, I said mm-hmm. before he got drafted, this guy's not an NFL quarterback. No. And it's unfortunate people think that's hate and slander. No, it's the fucking truth. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. It's the truth. Um, man, I know Andy Reid, dog. I, I, I why uh, Andy Reid's a great coach. I, I didn't, I never said he wasn't. I don't understand what you're talking about. Um, I don't know Jacob Old Go Ogle, uh, Ogly Ogle. Uh, I don't know if if Trevor Lawrence is the only good quarterback out of that class. I think that he may be the best. Um, I did come on record last year saying that I think he is going to be the best, but he could also be a nobody because of where he got drafted to, just like Zach Wilson in the with the Jets, just like Justin Fields with Chicago, if Daniel Jones and the Giants. You go to bad franchises, you're going to be bad for the most part. And it's hard to get out of it. It's hard to get underneath a dysfunctional organization. Like, mm-hmm. you can't get out of a... Uh, you can't get out of a dysfunctional organization and I just don't think Justin Fields is in the right spot I don't think I think he should be sitting behind a fucking like let me ask you this this is what I think should happen who's uh you know who's who's really benefiting right now where nobody's talking about and this is a quarterback by the way that I recruited to come to Garden City Kansas Juco with me he didn't start in high school all right, he didn't start in high school, and the starter was a big time recruit. He ended up going to the University of Houston. Ended up later going to Miami. But Kyle Trask, who ends up going to Florida mm-hmm. as a guy that never played in high school, all right, he never fucking played. He went to right. uh, a, a, a high school where I'm really good friends with the head coach. They 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 put out dudes every year. See Dallas Fort Worth, dude. No, he's out of Houston, Manville. Houston, so, okay. Manville High School in Houston is a very, very one of my favorite places in the country to recruit. Um, Carlos Thompson, who's on the show uh, with me, he's from Manville. Um, I recruited a kid named Gary uh, uh, Haynes. Oh fuck, he might have been the best receiver I've ever seen. A kid named Carryon Parker, I had was Texas A and M. Played for Kevin Sumlin. Freak. Better than Mike Evans. He was there with Mike Evans, by the hmm. way. Um, these motherfuckers put out freaks at Manville. Well, Trask was there. He backed up the starter mm-hmm. for four years. Didn't transfer high school. Stayed. Motherfucker gets a scholarship to Florida, right? <laughs> Didn't even play. He went, to like a, he went to a camp or something, and it just tore it up. And then all these teams are like, holy shit, who's this dude? Yeah, big time, 6'5", big you know, kid. Mostly a pocket guy, but can move a little. Um, and now he's backing up Tom Brady. Like this and guy, could, this guy couldn't have a better situ- sure. situation right now. Like, mm-hmm. let's keep an eye on that motherfucker in three years and watch how good he may be the next Tom Brady. But yeah. that's my point. We need to put these quarterbacks in situations to succeed. Like, we need to put. Like, I would love to make it like a mandate. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, let's pull up the college. Who's the, all right, let's, we, we know who the best are. Let's pull up the best. Let's talk about the best quarterbacks in college coming out right now. Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, uh, 
Levis. All right, Will Levis is get a shot. Uh, kid at uh, Hartman at Wake Forest, who I think is the most NFL ready right now. That's yeah. my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. I personally I personally think that Hartman and even his backup look is NFL ready as I've seen anyone play this year at the quarterback's position. Caleb Williams, he'll stay another year in college. He ain't ready right now. You think? Yeah, I think he'll stay another year. He should. So, so let's break these guys down. Let's just talk about these top guys. Nope. Bryce Young. Mm-hmm. Who? Let's say he goes first. Who takes him? Who's the worst team? Who's going to be the team that 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 that's shitty in the NFL? Or is there a team already that has that pick already locked down for the trades? I don't know. I don't know that much. I don't know what NFL uh, who has the first pick. Maybe we Google who has the first NFL pick next year. I don't know. But um, sure. let me see. I'm not going to talk about grades yet. Uh, Man, I'm looking who would be the number one pick. Right now, the Texans are winless. They got a tie. They got Davis. Fuck, I mean, that might be a team right there. See, I want to draft a cat. Like, I need other things. I like Davis Mills. I I need other things. I'm going to keep Davis Mills. I I like other things. Uh, You know, I I like Davis. I'm going to... Why am I going to go get another motherfucking quarterback to... to, And I haven't improved my roster whatsoever. Mm Mm-hmm. So... Um, Shit, the Pats keep playing like this. The Pats could fucking get that number one pick, which would be crazy. But I mean, I highly, highly Mac, Mac put it. this up just for the records right now. But we're not going to know who's going to get the first pick based on this. But no. right now, the Saints are one and three. Uh, Panthers are one and three. Oh, three and one are the Texans, obviously. But you know, historically speaking, the Texans are bad. Um, yeah. So let's say say let's just say Houston gets the gig and they mm-hmm. take a quarterback. Mm-hmm. See, this is a tough situation because if they're really the first pick and they take a quarterback, even I would still p- make him learn from uh, Davis Mills. To, from Mills, like yep. that's what I would do. But that's what they're not. Yep. They're not going to do that. Mm-hmm. They're, they're gonna not toss going him in to right do off it. the bat. Yep. Huh? Bryce Young or CJ gets drafted. He's the starting quarterback day one. Yeah, man. And it's like setting these cats up for fail. And the teams don't get better. They stay shitty. These quarterbacks don't get better. They get shittier because they don't get a chance to learn. They don't have an acclimation period. And uh, there's a reason that, like, you see the top five every single year. You know, Detroit, Cleveland, Jacksonville. You know, it like, it's the same teams every year. And you just brought up a good point. Like, they throw that guy into the fucking mix, their team just stays bad. You know, they're always going to be in the top five picks, right? So like, let's just say another. Who's the next team? The next worst team? Um, let's just Pats say Pats are one and three. Who? Pats are one and three. Raiders are one. And All right, three. let's talk Saints. Let's talk Saints. I think the Saints, Saints are going to be shitty this year. I think the Saints are going to be shitty. I think their defense is good, but their offense is so bad they're going to turn on their defense. Their defense is going to turn on the offense later on. They're going to have a. They got a, a rookie head coach who's been there. For, he's not a rookie, but he's been there for a long time. Uh, so, shit, the Commanders could have it too. Hey, Nate Robbins said, "Coach, here is what you don't understand." Hey, coach, by the way. This is the guy, this this is funny. Coach, you don't understand. You have to put your best guys on the field. What? <laughs> and then and he, 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 he called. Couch. He, coach. He, he said I'm a couch, by the way. But 
Listen, a couch. <laughs> uh, I don't understand. I have 28 guys in the NFL, 10 first rounders, but I don't understand to put your best players on the field. <laughs> no fucking shit. Uh, <laughs> dog, that has to be one of the funniest things I ever heard in my life. First Draft of all, I'm obvious. a couch. I get it. I'm a couch. Second of all, I don't know to put the best players on the field. Holy fuck, do we have some dumb motherfuckers out here in the world, especially in this particular chat. Um, so going back to that, um, let's get back to real talk. That, yeah, saints. That we can t- spell, people that can spell and, and talk. Um, so the saints, let's say they go get a quarterback. All right, let's say they go up to quarterback. Who does they back? Who does that quarterback back up? A weird ass Jameis Winston. Like, fuck. who the fuck's gonna listen to this weirdo? Fuck, he's worse than Russell Wilson. Yep. So, I don't know, man. I'm I'm curious. There's not a lot of good situations, and that's what I'm trying to tell you. We're fucking recycling this shit, and the shit is spiraling out of control in front of our very eyes. Like, mm-hmm. it's continuing to put in a new quarterback in these shitty organizations, and they're still getting shittier mm-hmm. and shittier and shittier. When are we going to stop the cycle? We need to place these quarterbacks that are rookies with quarterbacks that are actually starters in the NFL and learn from them for a few years. Like, mm-hmm. like Denver. Denver should, hi- Denver should sign a motherfucker that's decent and let them learn from yep. weird-ass Russell Wilson. At least let them learn from a guy who's still a big-time NFL quarterback. Let him learn from yep. this weirdo fuck. Then... Let's go and send a guy and back up Jimmy G or something, or or let's right. get a guy with fucking let's get a let's get another guy like Bryce or CJ or this Hartman kid. Let's get a guy in in, in some other big time organizations underneath a guy that knows what he's doing. I can watch and see it. Um, I would not be surprised if Green Bay signs a quarterback because we don't know if they're sold on love number one hmm. and. And I'm saying maybe Love ends up being real good because he's backed up Aaron so long. But on the other end, what I've seen from Love, I don't like. Um, but that's my point, Sublime 90. There's not enough good starters in the NFL anymore to back up to back up and learn from. And that has been my point on Jason Whitlock's show every day. Quarterback plays at an all-time low. But I can't believe people still think... Like, let's name the quarterbacks where we can send a college guy to learn from. Carson Wentz, yes or no? No. Fuck no. Baker Mayfield, yes or no? Fuck no. You weren't going to send him to Trey Lance. I, I can't stand him. All right, man. Justin Fields, you going to learn from him? Nope. <laughs> no. I can't even Dude, fucking. Dude, you're proving a point right here, man. I can't even keep going around the day. I mean, you're going to go to Trubisky? <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna keep going Genius, around. Yeah, like I'm yeah. gonna keep going around the fucking league here. Like, where are we going? Where are we going? Geno Smith. Like, I like Geno, mm, but Geno's a I backup think, in his own right. Now, he is. you might be able to learn a few things from Geno, like as far as how to sustain an NFL career, how to, how be, to be a, a good leader, how to become yeah. a team guy. Geno Smith could teach you how to be a team guy. I've been, I've been yep. fucking team guys from game. But like, are you gonna learn the fucking? How to be a legit quarterback for me? No. Uh, you going to go to Joe Flacco or, or Zach Wilson? No. No. Are you going to go to uh, Trevor Lawrence? Are you going to learn from backing up him? You could, but no. He's too young. <laughs> he don't know you yet. Know? 
He don't know yet. So you're basically saying so like all these quarterbacks have only been in the league two, three years. You're not gonna send some dude in, sit him, right? Like that's what we're what we're what we're talking about here. Like the only guys you can literally put behind, they've already got viable backups, but Allen, Hertz would be a good one. Mahomes. I think somebody in Detroit learning under golf, that might be a good situation right there. Even Hurts, though. Hurts don't know yeah. the game yet. Like, yeah, I, I'm right there with you, but. Yeah, you I know, hear you. I mean, what he's yeah. doing, but I, I don't but know. But, like, man. here's a good here's a good example. Like, Herbert. Herbert's only been in the league two years, three right? years. Like, do you, you put somebody behind oh. him to learn? I, I mean. You know what I'm saying? I mean, this is the thing. You can't learn how to become a genetical gifted freak. For sure. You can't learn that. You can't right. take out some of his blood and fucking put it in yours, motherfucker, or his sperm. You're not, mm-hmm. you're not Justin Herbert. I don't see anyone in the, NFL, in the college football coming out and being Justin Herbert right now. Mm-hmm. So, but Trask is a Justin Herbert. He's sitting For over sure. there in, in New in uh, Tampa, sitting there. Um, yeah. But you can maybe learn from Herbert. I don't know. I mean, you know, Burrow. Maybe Burrow's a good example. Dude, maybe. I think I'm looking at this now. I think the best situation a, a, a new quarterback could come into would be Indy. Matt Ryan's on his back end, but the dude knows how to win. He's been to a Super Bowl. He's a good leader. I think that'd be a good situation for a QB to, to jump in at. And you know how aggressive, what the fuck's their owner's name? Yeah, you go to Andy. Uh, Ursay, yeah. Yeah, you, you go there under Frank Reich, who's the quarterback guy. So mm-hmm. that's a different deal, you know what I mean? Uh, Mahomes, yep. go there maybe. Yep. Because Andy Reid, because of Nagy, you're, mm-hmm. that's what I'm more intruded about, you know what I mean? I don't think Pat Mahomes is what he is unless he backed up Alex Smith for a minute and got to see Andy Reid and right. work the system. Right. So, you know, I don't think if you just threw Mahomes in there, I think Mahomes would be more gimmicky than he is right now. Uh like Tennessee, like Malik Willis, you think he'll be a dude after a couple of years learning behind Tannehill? No. No. I'm, he doesn't translate either. Dog, I just, when you're a quarterback guy and you look at these guys and you see their, you see everything from the top to bottom. See, yeah. everybody out there that hates, think I'm hating, they, they, they don't understand quarterback play in totality. They see an athlete, freak of nature, put together, freak, can throw, can run. Right. They don't understand. You don't need to be a thrower and a runner in the NFL. You need to be right. a passer mm-hmm. and a fluent quarterback and a motherfucker that understands every single piece of information being handed to them. Now, oh, coach, you saying he's dumb? No. What I'm, I've, like I said, I've coached fucking twenty-two black quarterbacks. Uh, some of them have been smarter than any white quarterback I've ever had. I coached Brad Sorensen, who was an NFL quarterback, by the way, probably the best I've ever had, but. Having said that, I've had some freaks in it. By the way, Donovan McNabb is one of the smartest human beings on earth. And I'm just throwing it out there. These quarterbacks that come from these colleges who transfer multiple times aren't learning the game in totality from taking a center QB exchange to what a front is and to what a coverage is. And I'm going to tell you why. Just like tackling in college football. If we transfer three times, we learn three different ways to tackle from three different coaches, and we have three different ideologies, three different philosophies, and we see injuries at all-time high. We see the worst Mm -hmm. tackling at all-time high that we've ever seen. Same as quarterback play. Quarterback play, in my opinion, is the worst we've ever seen it. It's as bad as I've ever seen it. And we're learning three different ideologies, philosophies, from three different coaches and systems 
And those three different coaches and those three different systems are not teaching the quarterback what the NFL requires you to be successful. So we're not teaching that anywhere. All we're trying to get you to do is win for my institution so I, my, me as the coach can get a new job or get an extension. We're not giving mm-hmm. a fuck about you and going to the NFL. Like, you're, we don't give a fuck. We're not even teaching you how to take a center quarterback exchange. Everybody's taking the snap. We're looking over at the sideline, getting the cards, coming over, saying, hut. We're not learning the game. We don't understand how to call a a huddle call. We can't even make a fucking huddle call no more. And it's like unbelievable. We can't even make a huddle call. We can't get the fucking verbiage out that you're going to get in the NFL. The verbiage in the NFL is this long. And right now you're getting one face of a fucking Stephen A. Smith, and that's a play. Like, that ain't happening in the NFL. Do you see cards all over NFL sidelines? Negative. You got a. You got. Did you see Peyton you Manning it. the other day on the Manning cast spit out the play? Dude, I was literally just gonna say that. That fucking why stick F go like like fucking. You got to do jet protection. Like you got to get all that fucking. I mean, it takes thirty seconds sometimes to name a fucking play. Now you know. I don't necessarily agree with all the long verbiage. I don't think you need I mean, that verbiage in the same. NFL. I don't really. I don't think you actually need. It. I think you can run verbiage that I use in the NFL. Everything's in there. Everything's in there. I don't think you need a million fucking ver- words to have a play. But there's there's checks in there. There's opposites in there. There's 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 kill calls. There's so many things in there. Um, I think if you train the quarterback, let's just say let's just give a play out. Uh, my play, for instance, let's just give a play call out. Um, let's go. Uh, Let's go trips right. Um, Roger Boston. All right. So trips right is the formation. Roger's the protection. Boston's the play. Boston is 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 key for bubble slant. The B and the S in Boston stands for bubble slant. I'm an acronym guy. I coach Juco kids for the most part who are big-time athletes who I want to make sure they understand certain things, keywords that ticks them off, okay? Boston, and I teach them, hey, bubble slant. Mm-hmm. And then I say all-star, all-slant. And then I say river, Arizona, Arizona, arrow. That's, fat, that's flat fade. So they all, kids are getting, I, I call a play called pout. P-O-U-T, right? Pout, like you pout because you're a little bitch-ass kid. We pout. Well, that stands for post out. Pout. Mm-hmm. So D1s used to come in there and be like, damn, JB, that fucking shit makes so much sense. It's unbelievable. And I sit there and break down every single play I call, and they're like, look, I got D1 guys that are fucking making millions sitting there looking at me like, fuck, why, why is my play call fucking right zip for over, jet to loose five, zip, Win, Larry, Lucy. Like, why the fuck do you need all that? No. The one thing that I like in the NFL, and I don't know how you feel about this, but, like, you always see Herbert with that big-ass wristband, and he's only looking over. I mean, he's getting, like, one, two, three. You know, like we were talking yesterday. He just fucking, bam, looks at the card, calls the play. They're out of the huddle. And but, then I, I got these coaches in there looking, in there, and, they're, and they're like, Coach, what's pill mean? I go, pill? That means post fucking will. Post will, pill. And they're like, damn. I'm like, you know why? Because you don't coach fucking kids to get them better. You coach kids to look like you're smarter. Like, motherfucker, it ain't about how much you know. It's about how much they can learn. 
Mm-hmm. Like, fuck how much we know. I don't care. I, I can coach with anyone in America. I can go to any NFL franchise and talk to any NFL coach right now. Any D1 coach. I could fucking, I'll fucking kill them on the board. But guess what? Netflix depicted me as a guy that yells at fucking, oh, you're an asshole. You don't know how to do nothing. The bottom line is I want to get through to the kid on what they can learn, not how much right. I fucking know. Right. My coaches and my kids are never going to know as much as me. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to get them to learn fast, easy for us to get the play out so mm-hmm. they can understand what it means. I, we're not trying to trick dick ourselves here, are we? Like That's, what the, that's why coaches fail at an all-time rate. Coaches want to be cool. They want to be this Sunday quarterback coach. They want to think they're watching the NFL. I'm telling you, there are some fucking idiots out here who coach mm-hmm. high school football that are sitting at their couches on Sundays. They have headsets on. They got their team logo on. And they're sitting there with a fucking... And they're literally yep. thinking they're in the NFL yep. coaching. And then on Monday, when they're the JV coach of their fucking youth organization team, they go out there and they literally will run off a play call that's an NFL play call. And they have no fucking idea what they... And it makes them sound so fucking ignorant. But they think they're mm-hmm. so cool. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> do, you're man. fucking over they these do. kids, dog. You're fucking yeah. these kids over. And you're mm-hmm. an idiot. And it's like... So I just break down all these things. Pickle. I got a call. I got a call. I got a call named Pickle, Coach. What's Pickle mean, Coach? It's a pick route. Pickle means pick. And we're going to run a crossing route. Oh, damn. What does it include? It includes two crosses with a zone breaker. So we can run it versus zone. We can run it versus man. So, like, people are sitting there like, damn, all these plays are. Houston. What's Houston? Hitch. <laughs> right. Like, it fucking ain't They're that goddamn not, yeah. hard. They're- they're not being held accountable for just learning a fucking play. Like when we played, exactly. They you, they say a word, you know exactly what you're let, doing. Let, let's play a game, coach. I just want to play a game because all these guys in the chat are interested in this thing. Uh, Vegas. What would yep. Vegas be? What would Vegas be? What do you mean? Like what, what, what do you think I would call oh, Vegas? Oh, what would Vegas be? Yeah. Fuck. I don't know. Verticals. Verticals. I was just going to say vert. What's is the G stand for anything? Nah, just yeah, go. go. So we got Vegas, vertical go. and go. So Vegas has means vertical gotcha. okay, and gotcha. goes, right? So we yep. got vertical. So that's Vegas. Now, if I said Vegas, if I said Vegas switch, what do you think that means? We got switch route vertical, right? We got vertical switches. Okay. Real fucking simple, right? So yep. I used to call it vertical SWAT. I used to call it Vegas SWAT so people don't know what it meant. So SWAT was switch. So if we were calling it on the field, they didn't know Vegas. I didn't say switch. I just said Vegas SWAT. So we mm-hmm. just fucking go Vegas SWAT. Boom. Mm-hmm. Um, like every single route I create means something, and it's a KISS method that gets kids to go fast and not have to learn shit. So like um, – Vegas are like, so razor and lightning for me. Razor's a bubble to the right. Lightning's a bubble to the left. And all it is is a back out. And TJ's in here. He played for me. He knows all my shit. And it's like real simple. I don't change. I, I change a few things here and there from high school to college. But for the most part, I can call that same shit in the NFL right now. Like, mm-hmm. it makes no sense. I go to high school practices and I'm sitting there listening to the verbiage. And I'm like, you're a fucking moron. They're throwing in NFL type shit, dude. You're you you're coaching these kids to think you're cool, 
<laughs> like, right. stop fucking out doing this thing because you look like a fucking moron trying to think you're smarter than these kids. It ain't about what the fuck you know. It's about what these kids need to learn. And it's unbelievable to me, man. And, and I'm like, we do the same shit in the NFL. And my point of this whole thing is this. We're not only setting these kids up to fail in the NFL as rookies who don't even get a chance to learn the game, who don't get to sit behind a Tom Brady, but now you're going to take this wet behind the ear Justin Fields and give this motherfucker this NFL verbiage? Right, right. Are you fucking kidding me? He don't even know my lingo. They ran like 10 plays at Ohio State. That's all he had to know. Like, dog, you don't even know my lingo. But now you want right. to teach this motherfucker who don't understand what a front is, what a protection is, what a coverage rotation is. Now you're going to teach him fucking zip right four, X to L, fucking Lucy Roger, banana split? Fuck no. Mm-hmm. Like, what the fuck are we doing? Right. I always think, like, fuck, even, even they're getting it in the headset. Fuck, you got to still rattle that off. And then you look over at the coach if you don't remember it. Like, give it to me again. Give it to me again. Like, fuck. And that that, that headset, so so you know that headset in the NFL, it only lasts, I believe it's 15 seconds. And then it cuts out. Can they come back in? Here's I've always wondered this. Can they come back in after that 15 seconds and click it and be like, hey, look at the safety. He's dropping middle. He's rolling down. They can't. I've always wondered that. Nope. So if that was the case, shit, you'd be telling these dumb motherfuckers right. like Justin. Hey, dog, you can fuck it right now. Post, throw a post. Uh, yep. Shit, I'd be coaching this motherfucker. That's what they need to do. They need to yep. keep a live fucking walkie-talkie in this motherfucking Justin Fields' ear. Like, hey, Justin Fields, yep. guess what? Take a five-step drop right here. You got a Roger protection. You're going to have a guy coming off the edge. Hey, dog, alert, 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 alert. Fuck, just replace him. Justin, throw it to number 20. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Yeah. That's what they need to do. <laughs> Shit. These motherfuckers are horrible. They need yeah. to fucking put the, uh, a, a microphone in these motherfuckers' ears. I would put one in Justin Fields' ears, Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray, listen, it's just like Fortnite, motherfucker. You get up to the line of scrimmage, and we're going to pick this motherfucker off like whatever game you're playing, uh, Navy Seals. What? Boom. Throw it to that motherfucker like dog. He would, uh, Kyler Murray would, would sit back like he's in his chair at home in his video game chair, and he'd be like, Fuck, he might be the best quarterback of all time. Like, motherfucker might be him up. Yeah. Or you put a virtual reality glasses on Kyler Murray. Maybe that motherfucker put Madden on and just have that motherfucker out there in the game with John Madden goggles on and he's really watching right. a video game, but he's just ripping that shit. I bet yeah. you would, he don't even know what's in front of him. He might fucking rip it. Yeah. Oh, man, dog. I, I, it's unbelievable. These cats are not, they're already shitty. You're bringing them into the NFL, and they don't learn and get to learn anything. And now we're giving them NFL verbiage. And it's like, you got to be shitting me. Yep. You want them to learn this game? Or you want yep. them to fucking look cool? And mm-hmm. and you're paying them on top of it? You're paying them? Mm-hmm. Like you see Trask over. I saw Trask over on the side. I don't, I don't know if he was suited up, but he had, he had a headset on. He's sitting there listening to the play, getting it down, right? I don't know. It's just, it's, um, see now, see, I'm against that too, though. See, like that's, I don't believe you learn that way. Like just Dak to get Prescott. the verbiage down though. Like he's just listening to the play. Yeah, right? It's cool. But, but, but I, I, I'd rather be, I'm old school. You're going to be right here. Motherfucker by me. Yeah. You're listening yeah. to the play call by me. 
And then you're going to listen to me talk to my quarterback, and you're going to watch him come off the field and listen to what I tell him. Yeah. And now you're fucking learning it, observing it, and seeing why. On the headset, you're hearing a play call. Like, and then you go out there, and let's just say it's a Tom Brady, and he fucking dropped a dime piece to a fucking dude that was his third read. And now you got this guy on the headset's like, damn, hell yeah. Why? Yeah. You don't know why. Yeah. So yeah. now if I'm next to the coach, though, and now I listen to the play, I see why, and then I'm right there. And then Tom Brady just went from one, two, and through to three. And now mm-hmm. I'm telling Kyle Trask, hey, dog, you know what? Fucking, hey, dog, you see the safety that was down on number two, and he rolled right, out right, at right. the hash, at the snap. Right. He rolls back to look like cover two. And then Tom recognized that hash defender became different person. So guess what? We threw the bang eight over the top on the backside, which was his right. third read because number one and two was shown to me by defense that that's not what we do. So guess what? That's why. Now he's like, fuck. But if it's on a headset, he sees a touchdown. Guess what he does? He keeps it on. He goes over in the bench and he high fives Tom Brady and he's like, cool guy. And he don't know what the fuck Tom Brady just did. Right. So, like, that's my issue with the headset being on the NFL when you're not even near the coach and you're not engaged. You're just hearing it. Got it. It's cute. Yeah. It looks cute, but I don't think you learn that way. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. That's just my opinion. But there's not enough good quarterbacks to send these quarterbacks to across right. the landscape of college football or NFL football. And that is the problem. Like, the problem is um, – Man, I'm looking at you're absolutely right. Like Tua, do you sign do you sign somebody and sit him behind Tua? No. no. Derek Carr. Fuck. I mean, maybe. Kirk Cousins, yes. Matt Ryan, yes. Tom Brady, yes. Russell Wilson, yes. Daniel Jones, he might be a good dude to learn from. I mean, he's getting fucking destroyed, but he comes from the cut clip brand. So he might be somebody that, you know, can mentor some kid. Aaron Rodgers, yes. Jacoby Brissett, yes. I'm going to say Stafford for sure. Tannehill, yes. Flacco, fucking no. Baker, like, yeah, dude, you get down to the bottom of these quarterbacks, it's like, you know, they're you're not doing shit with these guys. I know uh, somebody in the, in the room here was like, uh, love to see Coach Kiffin's playbook. Um, you like Kiffin? Yeah, we're we're close. I have his whole playbook right here on my desktop. I, I'm not. He's gonna, a CSU I, dude. He started as a GA at CSU. Yeah, because Daddy was there. Daddy brought the Tampa too. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I got Lane's whole thing right here, but I'm not going to show it. But I, I'm going to show. <laughs> I'll try to show something. Um, but it's not that complicated. I'm going to pull mine up, and then I'm going to show you. That's what I'll do. I'll, I'll, I'll pull up mine. Let's see here. Um, Man, now that I'm thinking about it, Indy with Matt Ryan, that's a great, great position to be in if you're a, a quarterback coming out. No doubt. No doubt. And Vegas could be in the same position. You know, Derek Carr, good leader, good locker room dude. But fucking doesn't get it done on the field, even though he's ranked for uh, where is he twelfth in the league right now? Um, let's see. You pulling up some X's and O's? Yeah, I'm trying to like. 
I'm trying to. Uh, I got so much shit on my computer, and I didn't think about this, but I just want to show some people the differences. Like, you don't have to be that fucking elaborate. I mean, my shit's elaborate. Like, my shit is like, if I show my my playbook, like, as far as just, let's just say, uh, my, and this is college compared to high school, but let's just say I want to show fucking my outside zone work up. I mean, you know, it, it, you're going to see some, you're going to see some some elaborate shit for a novice guy. This is outside zone to the left, Ollie, right? Yep. So I'm going to show some outside zone shit. And then there's the description. So each position has what they're supposed to do. So, you know. Um, God damn. That's detailed, man. Yeah, this is just my college shit. But, like, yep. it's not much different. In, it's not much fucking more elaborate. Uh, in the NFL, you don't have to be much more elaborate. It's pretty much no. that, that's what it is right there. But at the same time, uh, I have my entire playbook as well. So, like, let me see. Coach, I, you get a good position. Let's say Colorado comes and says, we want you as an OC. You going? Uh, you still got that coach? You might, I, I don't mean to put you on the spot. Nah, you're good. I don't know. I don't know that right now. Um it's interesting, but here, for instance, see all the see the bottom down there. Can you see those? Those are my play calls. Mm-hmm. Arizona, really I just late. explained. All star, Boston, doubt. What's doubt mean, coach? Double out. There you go. <laughs> like double out. Houston box box. Why does that look like a box? Why is the play called box? Look at all those. Because it's Boxing a box. Them in. It's a square. It's a box. Yep. Like so, you explain this to the kids. And then box and then drive. What's the difference between drive? So box and drive is we're driving now compared to all square ends. We're driving towards the quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, exit. What's exit mean, coach? Exit means we are going to exit against man. We're going to curl against zone. zone. And yep. exit. Everything is an exit to the quarterback right now. We got an arrow and a fade. Everything is exiting the quarterback's vision compared to driving into the quarterback's vision. You see what I'm saying? Is the why your number one read on that? Um, it depends on on the roof, what we have on, on safe, safety safety roof. That was a big one we used to play. The zone, sit in zone, man, yeah. get out of there. Posse, posse's double post, right? Uh, stick, stick is curl flat, basically with a tight end stick right there. We break it off, right? We call it stick, you know. Uh, spot, you know, spot. What is spot? Well, spot is a fucking, we're spotting up everywhere. So we're spotting right there. We're spotting on the dot. We're dotting on a, on a, on a swing route. We're going to spot up, and we're going to run the spot corner. So everything knows that's what it is. Vegas switch. We were talking about Vegas switch is. earlier. Yeah. That's vertical switch. So, like, it ain't that hard and difficult, man. You got to be that fucking smart and outthink everybody. Um, and then you throw in your your fronts. You throw in your protections. You throw in your uh, your rules, like what we call tight end, our tight end calls. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like, we want to have our tight end calls in the game, right? So, we're going to make sure these are what we, this is what we call our tight end stuff. And this mm-hmm. is based on what we call the front. So this is Eagle Easy, for instance, over here. And that is how we justify what the tight end is being, how the tight end's being played. So we're going to talk about fronts now. The tight end's being easy here. Uh, mm-hmm. Down here, he's safe. That's a safe look. Down here's a choke look where we mug the tight end with the Sam Backer. 
This is a tough look. So we just, you know, we we mix, did we do that with every position. No. So that's included in the playbook, obviously, and we give every, you know, we give it out, and it's not that, you know, you teach it when you hand it, and that's the thing about it. You teach the stunts, you teach the old line stuff, you teach everything at once. Um, you teach your outside zone, your inside zone. You teach it in families. You know what I mean. You teach it in trees, right. inside mm-hmm. zone, outside zone. Uh, we're gonna teach this because it's kind of for me. It's completely different, obviously. But I got Lane Kiffin shit here. It's just, I got so much shit, and I just want to compare it. Um, let's see. You think he's on the hot seat at Ole Miss, or is he? Nah, he's safe right now. Yeah, he's safe. He ain't going yeah. nowhere. Um, Fuck, he's jumped around a lot, man. No doubt about it. Um, I just wanted to show. I have some of that shit, but I don't. Um, I gotta find it. I'll, I'm I'm gonna find it and show it one show, man. Um, but I got Lane, I got Sark shit here, I got Lane shit here, but I'm not going to show it to the world, but I, I will show like a little bit so you can see it's not a lot of difference in in our shit. And we're all similar thinking guys as far as offensive speaking. Um, we all run similar shit, but um, it's interesting, man. It's it's, it's interesting. I, I don't know where to go. I got so much shit. Like just for instance, though, I want to show you like this is just one football folder of mine right here. God damn. That's just one football folder of shit. Like, each one of those fucking things right there is like, uh, I'm going to pull up a recruiting folder. Look at what's in there. Right. right. <laughs> fucking Jesus. Organized, man. I love it. Hey, organization, brother. You got to be, you got to have organization, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and that's the thing about it, dog. Chat 69. Make sure you guys go on over there to the best adult website in the country. Um, that pops up every fucking day. Dog, it's unbelievable. Um, I don't know. It's very interesting, man. Um, we overthink it right now. And when and when we're that dumb in totality uh, at the quarterback position, which I, I don't want to say dumb, but I think that it is we're, we're under coaching them. And they're being underappreciated in the fact of what we think they can learn. I think we're taking it for granted. We don't challenge kids. Coach, you're speaking out both sides of your mouth. You just said you want to be simple because why? I didn't say because they can't learn. I said I want to be simple so they understand it in full grasp totality. And then they can learn later on what my shit does to what they're going to learn in the next level, which is all this verbiage. But at least they understand football. They know football. They know concepts. They know protection. They know this. So I'm going to dumb it down as far as verbiage so I can teach the game in totality. I'm going to teach you the front. I'm going to teach you the formations i'm going to teach you personnel groupings i'm going to teach you rotation i'm going to teach mm-hmm. you what a three technique and a two eye is i'm going to teach you gap responsibility i'm going to teach you all these things so that's why i go dumb simple with my verbiage mm-hmm. so now you can mm-hmm. learn football from me plus you understand okay we could play fast i know coach brown's offense but i'm also learning football and, and, and right. understand every single possibility it takes to get right. better. So I'm prepared for college. These guys want to fucking just give you all this shit, throw it at a mm-hmm. wall, see if it sticks, and then fucking go to the NFL, dog. You're on your own. You're a freak. You'll make it. 
<laughs> no, you're not. Right. You're no. not going to make it. You're shitty. You don't understand mm-hmm. football yet. So, uh, man, make sure you guys go on over after this to the Stat Lab. My boy Capo is going to talk all things betting. Tomorrow, Thursday, nice games. Uh, this weekend's football NFL picks of the week. Also, we're going to be talking about that, too. Make sure you follow Stat Lab on YouTube and Capo on Twitter. He will be in here um, right after this. So make sure you follow my main man, Hector. The Stat Lab link is right there. He is on at 11 a.m. Eastern, uh, Monday, Wednesday, Fridays for now. I believe he's going to announce a a time change. Uh, Stay tuned for that. But right after this, there's the link right there. Make sure you head on over to the Stat Lab. It's right there. Head on over to the Stat Lab and follow my main man Hector. Wido also is a is a is a member of this deal, and his show's growing as well. I know he just did a eulogy uh, show the other night, so shout out to my main man Wido uh, for holding it down for all the people out there who are going through something. Uh, I appreciate everybody. Um, Nick, let's get out of here tomorrow. Uh, let's break down our conference uh, grades. And we'll break down Thursday night's game because we still got a couple days. We'll break down the Thursday night game and uh, and get after that, and then uh, yep. and then we'll get into this weekend's uh, contest, and uh, we'll we'll keep growing the show, man. I appreciate you coming on in every morning. Uh, make sure mm-hmm. everybody hits the like button, subscribe, become a member today because we will be going to members only soon and uh, doing two shows a day, man. It's it's uh, it's fun. It's exciting. I appreciate it. I couldn't do it without you guys joining and becoming members every single day. So make sure you pound the like button before you get out of here. Head on over to CoachJBStore.com and go get you some can of dip, CBD.com. Promo code CoachJB. Appreciate you, Nick, as always. Yep. And, uh, we'll always, see you. man. We'll see you in the morning, brother. We'll see you, man. All, All right, right guys. Appreciate everybody, man, joining us. Uh, we will see you in the morning. Again, 6 a.m. Make sure you follow the Stat Stat Lab right after this. Capo's going to be doing his betting show. And uh, I'll see you again today at 1 o'clock. Matt McChesney joins us for Work Boot Wednesday with Sarah Blake. As we'll be changing a few things and having a few little new wrinkles in the show today. And we may have a special, special guest on today. We'll announce it later on. But make sure you stay in, in tune to everything that's going on. Follow. Turn on your bell notifications on YouTube. And follow what we got going. Appreciate everybody coming in here today. And uh, we will see you tomorrow and later on today, 1 o'clock p.m., 1 p.m. Pacific. I'll see you later on today right here on Coach A.B. Show. Peace. I'm a chameleon, they call me, man. Yeah. I can go in and walk into any any type of uh, any home, any background, walk down any street in, in the country, in my opinion. And I think that real recognizes real. It's a new, new venture to have. Yeah. The Coach JB Show uh, with the fabulous Sarah Blake. I am ready to do some content. Give it to you straight, no chaser. Sarah Blake.